0: Hello again. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network, taking you into the garage area and talking to the folks that make the race cars go around the racetrack. We are so glad that you have joined us. Steve Post, reporter for Motor Racing Network, joined by 25-time and championship-winning crew chief Todd Gordon. Hello, Todd. How are you? I'm great. And you're great. I just got Eight, back from Martinsville. 80-some degrees and sunny. Unreal. At Martinsville. Martinsville. It means October. the tire lays rubber down. The racing gets really good. Yes, it does. And it did. They mm-hmm. were all over that racetrack. Um, fascinating race because you expect a lot of beating and banging and late race cautions at Martinsville. We had some beating and banging, but we didn't have the late race cautions, and it turned into a there was some fuel strategy fuel saving going on as Crazy. well which you don't think about when you think about martinsville
1: yeah i looked at it and ryan blaney pitted three times yeah 500 lap race at martinsville he pitted, pitted three times and and, and and just excuse me um tires just Goodyear brought a new tire laid a lot of rubber down made the racetrack really wide made it maneuverable i think uh, uh, kudos to that they didn't lose a lot of lap time yeah. So guys just you, you ran to a who would have thought you'd run a fuel window for the final run at at, at Martinsville and guys we had Tyler Reddick come to pit road with 5 to go cuz he was out of fuel and and he stopped at 325. That's that's the the main stop for everybody was 325. There were some guys that came I don't know it was it was 30 something. 306 or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And uh and and you know some of those guys came back and topped off. I think Kyle Larson might have topped off after that. Uh Chase Elliott tried to try to run that one long and see if I I, I applaud the the effort from yeah. some of these guys because they had the opportunity. If we got to the point where we got to four fifty, four sixty, four seventy, right. where we've seen the late caution here, then they'd be in a
0: better track position right. place to play that game, but. Right. Track position, and then then you come down pit road. Yeah. You take care of your fuel shortage, and, and be yep. in good shape. I love yep. it. I like uh, I like the race. Drew Blickenzer for called with Eric Emerald, which is the same. Which was you know uh, no, he was three twenty five. He was two tires at three twenty five. He was two tires I think three...
1: he may have come at. I think he may have come at three oh six. He did three oh six, and then he came do, back and yeah, did two tires, two tires and fuel and at three twenty five. Got stop. him, got himself back. I out love front. the call by Drew Blick. And, just and about really, and really, they were a good car. They were really good. Yeah, they just I. I'm going to say it. I know I'm biased, but that was a that was a back back of the barn.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the, the, Blaney put on a clinic, right? That that car, that driver, that team performed very very well from the beginning of the weekend to the checkered flag. Yeah,
1: yeah. Eleventh in qualifying, probably the stumble that I, I I would say that they had, but uh, that was classic Ryan Blaney. That was yeah track rubbers up and and. Ryan is really good at that place when it rubbers up. it He can do two things, and we saw both of them. I, I'll, I'll go back yeah. to it. We saw him just wrap the curb where right. he was an inch and a half off the curb the whole way around it. Yeah. Like He could just roll that. That's something I, I've watched and just admire
0: Ryan for. Radio traffic on other teams say uh, you can't wrap the curve. The 12 cars wrapping the curve. I heard that two or three times from Crew Chief scanning during that race. I,
1: I've, I've won there with Joey Logano. Yeah. ryan blaney is exceptional at that place oh my that, goodness yeah. so just just get because when there's a lot of rubber down there the right side tires lay all the rubber and you got to get off that rubber so the way you get off of it is either straddle it which puts you up a half a groove you go all the way up above it right. we saw blaney roll the top around yeah. i mean yeah. around some drivers around <laughs> some really good cars too or you have to be really disciplined to get the left sides that far you know an yeah. inch and a half off the curb and you can stay under where most of the guys have put the rubber in. Ryan can do all three. And yeah. it was, it showed, and when he got to traffic, I mean, Eric Amarola was in a great position. You and yeah. I talked before this program, but he was out to almost a six second lead on Ryan. It was five and something. Yeah, five and change, yeah. And when he looked in, it, it's like, can he run him back down? They got to traffic, Ryan just cut him up like sliced bread.
0: That car just maneuvered so well. I mean, you talk about, you know, we, we talk about this when we go to a Kansas, are you good on the top or are you good on the bottom or, or somewhere else? And there, there, you've got to be both to win. Blaney could wrap the corner better than anybody else, and his car appeared to be more maneuverable than anyone else. That's a that's a tough combination and with a good driver like Blaney too. And in post-race and in victory lane you know, interviews, he
1: he talked about the fact that their plan was not to use their tires up early in the run yeah. so that they had it when they got to traffic. And that's next level thinking, right? That's just with with a helmet on. That's that's yeah best car one. Right. And, and honestly, Denny Hamlin and Chris Gapart, they did a really good job. They did. They just, were I think the second best car. Yeah, I would say so. I would say they were. And yeah. and I think removed as much from everybody
0: else as as probably what Blaney was from them. Right. I just yeah. they just weren't the best. They weren't the best and they needed to be um on the on the, the back side of this um what a gutty effort by william byron oh yeah oh my gosh i mean it was i I had their pet Mm -hmm. there were times it was painful to listen to i heard if we don't come down pit road and change four springs and four shocks we shouldn't even bother trying yeah exactly um and then it was it was and then they had a stint in the middle or toward the two-thirds mark where they actually got it pretty good and then I don't know what happened in the end. It wasn't pretty good anymore. And finally, I think Rudy or someone says, you cannot lose one more spot. You know, they were 19th and Denny was fourth or fifth. So Denny could have gained three more. Yep. They couldn't go any further backward. And the next thing you know, you could almost, you know, you you can't see in these cars. You can't see what the driver is doing. But you can kind of almost tell about the car language. It was like William was like, okay. I'm not going to lose any more spots. It yeah. was almost like you could see him boat up there. And, and then he then he picked up a couple along the way. And a little bit I
1: heard, now you scanned yeah. the whole time, but it wasn't Rudy being like authoritarian. No. It was Rudy like jumping in the car with him. Yeah, like, yes, it being was. Being a
0: cheerleader of, of it, we're good right now, but, but we can't lose any more. We, right. we, we got to hang right here. Right. Like, yeah, it wasn't a, it, no, it wasn't a, a confrontational or adversarial thing. It was just, it was stating the fact and I'm here with you. Yeah, he just, which is, which is what we've noted when, when a couple of years ago when the, the the gurus at Hendrick Motorsports put that pair together that's what they saw because of their history together back at Kyle Busch racing. Yeah. And they have that trust back and forth so that it doesn't, doesn't, I I don't, to to my knowledge, I haven't, I've heard some snarky back and forth, but I haven't heard it between those two. You know, I mean, maybe they
1: are, but there was one point Rudy came on cheerleading and William said, what am I supposed to do with that? And Rudy's (laughs) like,
0: Nothing. Just doing a great job, man. Just like he was, <laughs> exactly. just being that. Just being positive. Yeah, for it's it's a great combination. It really, truly is. So fun stuff. A uh, Chase Briscoe top five finish. Mm-hmm. Joey Logano at points. Logano. Now you want to talk about running the top of the racetrack at one point in that race? Three wide w- top. Three wide top and going. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, they had a pretty good race car as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, it, it's interesting to see how everybody's kind of played out. I thought it was a great weekend and a great race. Even though we didn't have any cautions, we had a lot of racing. Yeah, there was a lot going on. Racetrack took so much rubber. It's unreal. Goodyear brought a new tire there, and um, I think they accomplished some of what they needed to. And a lot of what they were after was bringing a softer tire that would lay rubber down when it was colder. Right. Well, we had 80 degrees 80 out. 80 degrees, yeah. So we laid a lot of rubber down. Yeah.
0: So much that it wiped out the pace car. car. I know my buddy Jesse Delavo is the pace car driver, and Jesse, pretty spry getting from one pace car to the backup pace car. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, it was. It was. Apparently, the rubber that clumped up, it. 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 it knocked, something out from underneath the car. It knocked
1: the wiring harness off the fuel pumps. Is that what it was? Yeah, okay. That's, I that's knew it was I, just a wire. It was a wiring issue. So that's not what the I heard. Harness, that's what I heard.
0: Oh Martinsville you just you never know when you go to Martinsville because they, they it just is, is so much fun and then um Saturday huh. wow um and, and a lesson in kiddies never give up Justin Allgaier Jim Pullman I mean this was a team I scanned them also I had them also this is a team that spent 249 laps whooped I mean, man, they just—oh my gosh! It was just there were times where it was like Eddie DeHaan's a spotter on that thing. There were times where it was like I just got to change the channel because I can't listen to this anymore because they just—they—they. They, it's funny because they were whooped, but it never—it doesn't get nasty. It's just like, oh my god, this how is this? Oh, how, well, we can't do this, we can't do that. The next thing you know, everyone's bouncing off each other and they're going to Phoenix to run for the championship. Just. Kids never give up. Justin Allgaier, they never gave up, and they they fought a good battle at the end and picked up the win. Got to keep your eyes out the front windshield. You really do, and uh, so. But that was wild. Uh, the the thing, the the visual, I'll, the visual I'll have, and then Cole Custer, yeah, you know, boy, I'd like to win a race backward on fire. Well, Cole Custer transferred into the playoffs backward on fire. That's just like that is the ultimate, like that's a Days of Thunder line, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure that he needed to, but. <laughs> it was spectacular cover your, yeah, butt. Cover your sure, butt
1: if you think i mean andy houston was up on the thing he said fire that thing up back that cross line <laughs> just was, get credit for this last awesome. just in case i mean it's that's what you got to do in these this, situations
0: this was this was uh you know when post race ends and you see a little bit of it you're in the booth and you know chris wilner and i are running around and martinsville's mm-hmm. one where you just run in circles at that because because you had john on the frame rails in turn number two you had whatever was going on in turn number four you had Austin Hill is in the care center. You have Sheldon Creed out in turn one. Justin Allgaier's wadded up race cars in turn number two. It was just like, my God, are they going to be able to clean this place up in time to go cup racing tomorrow? Because they destroyed cars. The only turn that did not have a destroyed car, I think, was turn three. That's about the only piece of racetrack that didn't have a destroyed car in it. Crazy. Wild stuff at Martinsville. And that sets off the the playoff run. And that's what we're going to do here today on Crew Call. Uh, We're going to just dive in to all three series and uh, the playoffs, the drivers, the crew chiefs, and what everyone needs to do. So that's what we're going to do. When we come back, we're going to talk about the NASCAR Cup Series and the championship run Sunday afternoon at Phoenix. Welcome back. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network. Todd Gordon and Steve Post breaking down the championship four contest. We're going to talk about the Cup Series in this segment. Then we'll be back in a little bit and talk about Xfinity and Truck Series. Want to remind you, if you like what you're seeing here on Crew Call... Like, share, re retweet, put it on your Instagram, whatever you need to do. Uh, spread the word. We have a great time doing it, and uh, we do appreciate you spreading the word about what we're doing here. And that's how all the cool kids are doing it these days <laughs> with podcasts and with these YouTube shows. Uh, Todd, when we look at the Cup Series championship run at Phoenix, we have got uh, Kyle Larson and Cliff Daniels, Christopher Bell and Adam Stevens. Ryan Blaney and Jonathan Hassler, William Byron and Rudy Fugel. Boy, I'm telling you what, first and foremost, just the pairings there are all really, really matched up pairings of driver, crew chief. And, and just knowing these guys, they are all really good combinations. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Really good combinations. And, and it's, it's probably, you you talk about the pairing, but how about the parody? Yes. There's that then too. I, I feel like all four of these, you can make arguments for all four of these. And, and when you look at the odds, they're not, they're, they're they're about equal. Yeah. Even in Vegas. Maybe Kyle Larson's got a little bit of a a, a bump mm-hmm. but yeah. I don't think he's my favorite.
0: Who's Well, let's let's go back. Phoenix in the Spring. Phoenix in the Spring, these yep. four finished in the top 6. Yep. Um William Byron won the race, Ryan Blaney finished second, Larson finished fourth, and Christopher Bell was the slacker, he finished sixth. So, the idea these four are likely going to be running for the win. This has historically been the way the championship race has yep. played out, and what in the spring would lead us to believe that these four are not going to be running for the win? I mean, this is just that good.
1: Yeah, I, I think these four are really, really good. I think you can put all four of them in in situations there's strengths to each of the organizations, there's challenges within each of the teams of of where you could just not say you're going to be dominant to the other three. Um, it'd be fun to see how it all
0: plays out. One of the things and we'll get into, we'll get into a little deeper here. One of the things that we have is we have a one hour practice session on Friday, 50 minutes, 50 minutes, okay, 50 <laughs> minutes, yes. so one hour broadcast. It's a 50 minute practice session. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crew That's chief, the crew the, chief. There's 10 minutes. There's 10 not, minutes yeah. yes, exactly. Those 10 minutes are huge. I'll take those 10 minutes. Yes, you give them to me, exactly. But... What is the approach? What is the plan? What is the strategy going into that Fifty minute practice session.
1: Yeah, I think you gotta get I think you gotta get an idea where your car goes in the long run. They've got three sets of tires for fifty minutes. Yeah. That's that's more tires than like you can get a you can go out, you look at it, I think uh, lap time there is around twenty eight seconds. Mm-hmm. Let's call it thirty, just right. so it's it's just, it's two laps a two laps a minute. Right. So in fifty minutes, if I can go make a if I can go make a twenty lap run, right. and we use up ten minutes. I'm gonna come back, I'm gonna probably use up ten minutes making a change. And I'll make another twenty lap run. Now I'm thirty minutes in. Right. I got time for one more ten minute change and a twenty lap run. So I could do three thirties. I could do maybe that. But I might want to see what my qualifying speed's gonna be like because a pit stall one's gonna be big coming to the race. Yeah. We saw that a couple years ago. And the way they pick pits, the championship four are the first four pick. Right. It doesn't they could qualify <laughs> they could qualify thirty
0: first through thirty fifth. They will be First Robert, through four. or
1: 31st. So the fastest of the championship four will have the opportunity to pit, pick pit stall one. It will happen. Yeah. Um, and then the second of fastest, and then the fastest of the non championship four will okay. pick fifth. Yeah. yeah. So, so winning, qualifying against the other three is a huge advantage. As we saw two years ago, Kyle Larson won a championship because of his pit crew and pit stall. Yes, because of Saturdays he was, qualifying. He was the fourth best car. Yeah. I, I'm, I, yeah, that's, I'm just right. being honest. He was the fourth yeah. best car, came down pit road, they came down fourth, pit crew just rocked right. a pit stop, and, and he got off because the camera line's only, what, 20 just, feet in front or something right like that? On, yeah. They came off first and won championship.
0: Right, absolutely. Because what you did at that point, you put Kyle Larson in front of a thirty lap Saturday night feature. Yep. Ah, uh, my money is on Larson. It, it, at that point, my money is on Larson because it was it, it that that thing fell into his wheelhouse. You know, I love that
1: you say that. But the spring race, Larson controlled the last restart. You're right, and he got schooled by William Byron. Yeah, you're right about that. That's I, I just if yeah. you if you come down and that's part of what's great about this yeah. is that yeah, you're right about when you that. talk about it. If we get down to a late restart or a late caution, Ugh. and and all four of these guys are in the hunt, I think William Byron's my favorite. Because he's just so savage. He's a get, savage on restart, and, and and the pit crew, when the pressure's on, they have put him in position to win races. Yep. Early this year, there was a couple times they put him right on the front row, and he... he they've done it, in and in then the he Phoenix takes State. advantage of it. Yeah. I, I think Larson is... He's just got so much speed. Yeah. He he is. He's just got so much speed. Yeah. I think he's a really, he races really, really well. Yeah. But I wouldn't count Blaney out. See, Blaney was yeah. by far the best car here last year. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He and is. struggled through about 10th and came out with second place finish in the spring and tons of moments. He's, they've been the best car the last two weeks. Yeah, they've been really good. They've been so strong. Yeah. And then you've got Adam Stevens sitting on the box for Seabell, who's won two of these championships.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and yeah, Christopher, you know, up until uh, Christopher, what was, what were his numbers, second and first uh the, the, the two weeks and wherever he finished sixth or whatever it was yeah. at Martinsville. Yeah. So although the history has said this isn't one of Christopher's stronger racetrack. Yep. And he, and he, he finished sixth there in the spring, which is.
1: which is which is fourth of the
0: four we're talking about yeah (laughs) yeah actually he has no top fives he's the only driver with no top fives at this racetrack
1: like this racetrack i would say uh, as i look through this i'd say they're they're the they're the they're the they're the last of the four yeah okay now
0: yeah i talked to chris it's ironic i i'm flashbacking to a conversation two weeks ago i had with christopher mm -hmm. one of his worst racetracks was homestead it turned out pretty Worked good. Out all right for him, <laughs> it turned out it? all right for him. So that's but that's championship caliber. The numbers say this track isn't as good for him as it is for anyone else. Right? Yeah. Stay tuned. I, I'm, Christopher, would be a worthy champion and, and quite I, capable I, of I, doing it. Yeah. Be- preseason, he yes. was my pick. Yeah, absolutely. I, I had him as my pick. This one hour, this fifty-minute practice session how do teammates how does the global organization factor into this for the championship four and and it's interesting hendrick That's
1: hendrick a great question hendrick, i'm going to go two, there yes, exactly i'm going to go there i think i think as you look through it i see the fact that the i think i think i think this is a negative for Hendrick motorsports because you have two agendas that you're trying to accommodate yes. the 5 and the 24 right and the sharing how how do you how do you handle that when you're you're racing your teammate I mean, you, you still share information, but there's still going to be that kind of split. And there's four teams there, but who's supporting who on what practice plan? I think uh, I, I, I think that's a drawback. I think that's something that the 20 car and the 12 car have an advantage on. I think, you know, the, the, the 20 car is going to go there and everybody at JGR is feeding them information to help them win a championship. Right same uh, thing with Team Penske. Same and uh, I I've worked at Team Penske. You I've been part
0: that. of it. You've been on the receiving end of it. You've been on you've been on both sides of it.
1: We watched Ryan Blaney last year be the best car there and not win the race. Right. Just yeah, exactly. It's exactly what the, But Joey's car got a lot better after Brian Ryan really dominated practice. Right. Absolutely. So they figured it out. I I think I think the places that I, as a crew chief I wanted to be the only guy in my organization in the playoffs. Right. And I think I think in a lot of ways, Jonathan Hassler has an advantage because Joey went out on the round of sixteen. Right. So they've had three, they've had multiple weeks. Correct. Yeah. That, that, the twelve teams, are the major focus.
0: Right. Exactly. And then and then you know locking themselves you know now now they didn't lock themselves in early on this one but still. They've they've got they've got a lot of energy a lot of effort into it.
1: And our so. last two champions, they see how, uh, this is where I waffle. Right. through What's all this, it? our last two champions won the first round, first race of the third round, so which go. was Vegas. Yep, and go. that was Kyle that Larson works. two years ago, Joey Logano last yep. year. So that that's
0: that's advantage Kyle. Yeah, this that's the beauty of this thing. That's why you're gonna have to tune into to Motor Racing Network because I, you can make a case for anybody. Yeah, I can play negatives and positives for every organization because they're all that good. Mm-hmm. Um, the the overnight the one of the big topics in the garage area the last two years is we get no practice time and then we go got to go right straight to qualifying yep we get 50 minutes of practice session and you get to sleep on it crew chief before qualifying there's no sleep well i understand that you get to you get to not sleep over it for 24 hours or 20 hours or whatever it is um that's drastically different than what we do now yeah dial yourself out dial yourself in can you is it possible to is it possible to do either one of those? yes <laughs> it is i knew the answer before i asked that you can one. do both you can do both yeah. uh,
1: but everybody looks at this opportunity and i you'll get some sleep but you'll you'll be up going through notes going through especially all of these guys have teammates that they've got to look mm-hmm. through their notes and their comments and right. you'll talk to your crew chiefs and on your other teams in your organization and Figure out what their feel was. You can read their notes, but you really want to get more yeah. of a, more of the feel for it. And and then you deliberate over that of, of okay, what do I want to take out of this? Because uh, to your point, this is a place we can change geometries. We can change yeah. springs. We can change shocks and shock settings. We can change heights. We can change anything we want to right now because we haven't been through tech, technical inspection yet. Most race weekends we come through, they go through technical sure. inspection. They go to pit road, they get 20 minutes of practice, you can adjust the sway bar arm positions, which makes them softer or stiffer, and you can change heights and shock settings. Yeah. Here you can change cambers, yeah. you can change, you know, yeah. geometries, you can change springs. Yeah. You may have, you may have a couple different thoughts, and you may have one of your teammates that, okay, I want to be really stiff in the front or I want to be really soft in the front. Right. Which yeah. way do I want to go? Well, let's let's try them both. And then we get overnight to kind of digest all that information, look at how it was in traffic and and make changes to it. It's that's a different racing than
0: we've been through for most of the season. Yeah. So Chris Gabehart can expect the 430 a.m. call from Adam Stevens. <laughs> you know, my first, hey, I just got you got, thought of you got something. all you got all
1: winter to, to, to make up for it.
0: Chris, I just thought of something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the beauty of what it is.
1: and And that's yeah. And I don't think it'd be a four thirty call. No, I understand that. I I bet you ten o'clock at night there's still conversations going on. Absolutely,
0: and that's just that's just part of what it is. Well, yeah, because you've you've got Jonathan Hassler has Paul Wolf as a resource. Yes, and Jonathan was Paul's engineer at one point. Right. Jonathan was my engineer at one point. Yeah, exactly.
1: Great relationship there, and and
0: yeah. Absolutely, uh, you know Adam Stevens has Chris Gabehart as a resource. You know, mm-hmm. you you you've got to tap into everything you've got. Yes. And in the middle of the night, when that thought comes to your mind, it's like, hey, what do you think of this? It's going to be fun, and then we'll we'll obviously go on um, Saturday or Sunday. We'll go three hundred and twelve laps, so five hundred kilometers. Yep. Short race, but a lot can go on in the course of that race. Yeah, really, true. Yeah. yeah, a
1: great great place. It's it's Phoenix is aging into a great racetrack. Yeah. It really was it tough when it was first paved, pretty much one groove. They did put some traction compound on a couple of years ago, and it kind of widened it out. I think, uh, I think we're seeing that the race tracks are aging into being wider, where mm-hmm. you can run the second groove at, yeah. at, at, and three and four, and and mm-hmm. one and two. Heck, you can run on the. I mean, Kevin Harvick showed us we can run it on a flat, Down on the apron, yeah. To guys running up at the wall and then turning, it's it's getting. I really like the way this place is aged and. Kind of
0: aging into a racetrack. See what happens. What do you think, crew chief? Are you are you into doing picks or not? Uh, I think I think you could pick all four of them. That's the thing. I I think you could pick. and It depends on the situation. Situation. I think, like you've you've laid out, Uh, I think the situation will will determine. I think if this is a long run, it's I I, and I'm going to be wrong here,
1: but I think if it's a long run race, it's a race between Larson and Blaney. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I mean, if you look at it, they're two guys that make speed in a long run. If it's a short run, I mean, if it's a late caution, I think I think my edge goes to William Byron, right? Because okay. I I think on pit road they 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 have shown this year that they're able to knock out that that under pressure mm-hmm. stop. All of them, uh, William does a really good job getting in there, getting out. I I think in that case, I I really I like Adam Stevens, and I think he's a I think he's a mastermind. I yeah. I I just don't the numbers don't tell me that Christopher's going to be. Yeah. I don't see a position where he's
0: the dominant guy. The, the numbers don't show that, but again, with Adam Stevens on the pit box, you could... So let me let me go back and yeah. back up with a little tidbit. Yes. sure. Pit stall
1: one is going to be a big deal, which means qualifying is going to be a big deal. Which? How many playoff polls has Christopher Bell had? Uh, s- four in four the playoffs? Four in the playoffs, yes. And outside of Talladega, restrictor plate, a Toyota has won the poll of every playoff break. So there's, yeah,
0: <laughs> that's it. Yeah, exactly.
1: They go, they go win the, win the, they go win the oh. poll or they're the fastest of the four and they right. get pit stall one. There's that, an inherent advantage that's, that that, 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 turns that's,
0: that turns things towards them, turns things towards them. Like I said, I could so, make an so, argument yes, for everybody. Exactly. This is a great race. You got to tune into It's going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. We are going to be there covering it on uh, Sunday afternoon, Motor Racing Network. We'll give you all the times here in a little bit. What we're going to do, we're going to step away. When we come back, we're going to break down the Xfinity Series and the Truck Series. We'll give you all those start times and get you set up for the big championship weekend. Stay with us. Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you
1: need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need
0: Indeed. Welcome back. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network. Todd Gordon and Steve Post. We just broke down the Cup Series. Let's talk a little bit about the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Uh, I, I love these combinations of driver crew chief. Uh, Sam Mayer and Marty Lindley. Yes. Uh, young young kid and old savvy veteran. Justin Allgaier and Jim Pullman. You've got veteran driver and journeyman crew chief. But they were together back in ARCA. Yeah, So they've got a history. They've got a history together.
1: And yeah. we talked about that with Rudy Fugel and, and William Byron. Right. You know, they go back to, so this is kind of that same, same combination. there's a lot yes, of history.
0: There's a lot of history there and a lot of comfort there. There really mm-hmm. is. These two work well together. John arne Check and Ben Bayshore, you just, you got Ben Bayshore on your pit box. You're in good yeah. hands. You're yes. just, that's a, that's a rock. Um, Cole Custer and Jonathan Tony. Now there's a there's there, there, Jonathan Tony, not necessarily the name brand crew chief, but has done a wonderful job. And him and Cole have really gelled well this year.
1: I've interviewed Jonathan Tony a couple of times on uh, on a late yep. shift on mm-hmm. Sirius. Had him on Monday night. Yep. This guy's been at Stewart Haas since he got out of college in 2003. Wow. Was actually the engineer, I believe, on Tony Stewart's championship. Yep. So he understands. It was interesting to listen to him because. For the first time out, he had a lot of perspective that was right about what we need to do, what we don't need to do. He's not been the crew chief in these pressure situations, but he's been through the pressure situations as a team guy. And as the crew chief's right hand man, he gets it.
0: He's very grounded. I, I I think I think these two are really in a great position. Yeah. He's done a, he's done a great job. I mean, Cole, I mean, and Cole Custer has done a great job yep. too. We're, yep. You know, I mean, they they really truly have. When you look at this, John Hunter Nemechek, a seven-time winner this year. He's probably been the car to beat this year. Uh, I was looking at, like, laps led. He's led, like, 400 more laps than Justin Allgaier. He's led a bunch of laps and everything. But recent history says Sam Mayer is fast, but three of those were on road courses. This thing is, there's there's, there's a little topsy-turviness to the numbers and the stats when you look at this thing. It is, when you look at all of them. I think, uh, you know,
1: Allgaier came off of. A win. You just talked about it earlier, yeah, but it yeah. came off a win when they struggled all day. So they put it together there. I don't know that there's it, it's gonna be a great race to watch. Really truly is. I, when, yeah. I do think, you know, John Hunter's had a lot of speed. I don't feel like he's capitalized at the big moments. Yep. But he's got Ben Bashware on his box. Yeah. That's that's a pretty good general to, to to lead the ship. So I think Ben's got something, you know, a chip on his shoulder from Yeah. Not being a cup guy now, yeah, he's done an extraordinarily good job here.
0: Yeah, he really, truly has. When we look at Phoenix in the spring, it was a Joe Gibbs Racing Toyota that won, but it was Sammy Smith. Mm -hmm. Our playoff drivers, we talked about this in cup, the playoff drivers were all in the top six. The best playoff driver was sixth, John Hunter Nemechek. Sam Mayer was 11th, Cole Custer was 12th, and Justin Allgaier crashed out and finished 36th. Now, they all did lead Mm -hmm. laps, though, during that spring race. Yeah. So, kind of tough to read there. Uh, to get an idea of what we're gonna have, it is. And then I think this is one of those where how others interact. I think the Cup Series we're gonna have those four guys gonna be the players most of the day. Maybe someone else will get up in there. This one here, to me, how others interact with this thing could really, really be a big factor as well. I think in the Cup Show, there's more respect for the championship. For I
1: think here everybody's still trying to make a name for themselves, and and that right. means that there's a little less respect for it. I think everybody races it harder, and it's it's there's so many agendas. This last race of the year, and right,
0: have got situations. I mean, you're you're ride hunting. You're looking for a ride. You told that sponsor you were going to get X number of wins. You told them this. You haven't delivered. You haven't done this. You haven't done that. There's a lot on the line.
1: There is. There is, and I think uh, I think it's it forces this this race to be
0: more inclusive. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're, if you're those championship four, you've got to be much more conscious of all those other strategies probably than the Cup Series guys do. Yeah, I think you've got to be conscious about. Uh, what's going to happen when Sheldon Creed and Austin Hill are running side by side? You know, you got situations like that. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, you've you've got to be familiar with that because I because I don't sense with these if the spring is an indication these four were not nearly as dominant as the four on the cup side were.
1: I, I agree with that. Although I would say, you know, Sam Mayer has well, Marty Linley has done a really good job of helping Sam Mayer grow into being a race car driver. Yeah, and, and obviously. Four wins, three of them on road courses, but one at homestead. They did get homestead, yep. And, and so this 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 pairing's maturing. Yeah. I I mean Stuart Haas Racing, they they found some speed. Yeah. I mean, Riley Herbst has been really strong. Right. Oh. Uh it's it's he's been really strong. And um that's coming forward. I like I said, Ben, ben Bayshore and, and JGR, yeah. they've they all got speed. And is this a year that the junior motorsports capitalizes? You know, last year you heard them yeah they had three of the four and they walked
0: away with nothing right, absolutely and uh, but you know Allgaier is, yeah, is kind of a
1: savvy veteran we'll see where it plays out. yeah
0: yeah I think if you're if you're sitting there and you're looking at this globally from a team perspective, uh, Junior Motorsports has got to shut the door on one of these things I
1: would well think. and I think this is a better situation. I talked about it with the with the y- cup guys yeah. of, of the Hendrick teams. you've got a split agenda. Well, we don't have a split agenda. I mean, last year it was it was every team Three, for yes. themselves, right. and nobody's, I mean, because yeah, everybody's on their own. Now, now you've got, got everybody
0: kind of helping out with with well, you Jim Polman with Allgaier and Mayer. You got yeah. two of them, but you have yeah. fifty. You, the odds are fifty percent. It's a little still more focused than last year was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I so. think that that helps a little bit more. Yeah. Oh. And and last year's lessons I think have to help. Yeah. Absolutely. Xfinity Series race Saturday afternoon. We'll give you the times here in just a little bit. The Tough Trucks of NASCAR kick it off on Friday night. And again, let's talk just quickly about some of these crew chief pairings. Corey Heim and Scott Zepidelli, Carson Hosevar and Phil Gould, Ben Rhodes and Rich Lucius, Grant Enfinger and Jeff Hensley. Um, first off, those four crew chiefs are four of my favorite people on the planet. When I walk in, when I walk into the, the truck series garage and need some answers, if I find any of those four guys, I know I'm. I, I know that it's one stop shopping because mm-hmm. I can get what I want. Yeah. Um. These pairings are fascinating. It just it really jumps out. What what in the truck series jumps out at you, uh, Todd? Just the storylines that are available. Yeah. It's it's incredible.
1: I mean, Corey Heim has had two finishes that weren't in the top ten this year. Yeah. One yeah. was a Speedway race, and right. I, I don't know what the other one was, but. Uh, yeah. I mean. Scott Zappadelli and Corey Heim have had speed everywhere. Right, they're 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 incredible, and but at times they've they've looked dominant, and then by the end of the race they've lost a little something. So it'd be interesting to see how that plays out here. Yep. Yeah. Um, the, the one that's really intriguing to me, Ben Rhodes, Ben Rhodes and Rich Lucius, they have manufactured opportunities. Yes, they if have. You look back to you look back to last week or the the last Hol- Homestead, yeah, yeah, Homestead last truck race, they weren't in it. They took a gamble, put tires on at a time nobody else did, took their last set, wouldn't like it a fuel run to go, and put themselves in position, and, and they got, they transferred. You look back to the championship race last year, they they manufactured yeah, track sec- position and had a shot at Second it. Second place I mean, finished last year, yeah. They've done it without having great equipment. They can get their equipment, you know, a little bit better, mm-hmm. uh, they, they're, they're interesting because they manufacture well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they really do. They don't they don't have the 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 Himes, speed. Right. But they get but, they but get, they some get good creative results with
1: with their with their race calls. What a story it would be for Grant Enfinger and GMS's yeah. last truck race yeah. to walk away a champion. Oh.
0: They're they're the emotional they're the emotional send everyone send everyone out the door and yeah, that that would just be that would be a spectacular win. And this team is performing really well and Jeff Hensley Jeff Hensley called in mm-hmm. the shot if I'm if I'm starting a truck series team, Jeff Hensley is on a very short list of people I'm trying to get through Chief. Yeah. And Grant's, Grant is really driving trucks well I, now.
1: He's this is a good pairing. You know, they 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 kind of came together middle of last year. Yep. They put this pairing back together. And Grant was kind of ho oh hum and then they got together and, and you saw them yep. the just the chemistry here is phenomenal.
0: Yep. That was a reunited thing. They'd yep. been apart and then they got they they were together, then apart and back together again. Yep. And uh, Jeff Hensley, a 22-time winning crew chief here and the, the the most veteran of them all. Um and then the Carson host of our Phil Gould just yeah. yeah. I part of me part of me says it's house money, but it's not house money because they've been so good. Mm-hmm. it's i think they're they won homestead right right absolutely you got you got rich luscious and ben rhodes who are manufacturing things you got scott Zipidelli and jeff hensley who belong their championship Just caliber speed. and you got phil gould and carson Hosevar who maybe haven't done this yet but expectations are we're gonna they're, they're, there's phil, a reason why carson has a cup ride. yes there is exactly phil gould a seven-time winner uh, three back in 2019 with Ross Chastain, four of them with Carson Hosevar this year. This is one of those that uh, this th- as, as as they evolve, this would be a big mm-hmm. step in their evolution for both of them. And I just and they're and they're perfectly capable. I mean, yep. they're just they're 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 perfectly capable,
1: and they're really good at like making themselves better during the race they're
0: the ones that they're the ones over the course of the run if, if they're sitting there at the end of stage one with a fifth place truck you better watch out they they figure out how to get better yeah they, and really, they do a really good job of you're it. you're right about that that's it's, a that's a really good point because that is a team that does that i yeah
1: again i all three of our championship races i can make arguments for anybody yeah.
0: when we look at phoenix we did not have a spring race at phoenix we ran there last fall all four finished in the top 10 Zane Smith won the race. Ben Rhodes finished second. Grant Infinger finished sixth. Corey Heim was seventh. And Carson Josevar was tenth. So, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good stuff. It's going to be great stuff. Yes, it is. Man, is it going to be a great weekend out at Phoenix. And Motor Racing Network, we are going to be busy out there. We've talked about the trucks. We've talked about Xfinity. We've talked about the Cup Series. We're not even going to start with that, though. We're going to wrap up the Arco West Series on Friday, 2.30 2.30 Eastern Time, the Desert Diamond Casino, West Valley 100. Then we come back Friday night, Cup Series practice, the 50-minute Cup Series practice at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. At 9.30 Eastern Time, the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series Championship Race. Saturday, 4.30 Eastern Time, NASCAR Cup Series poll qualifying. 6.30 Eastern Time, NASCAR Xfinity Series Championship Race. And on Sunday, 2 o'clock Eastern time, we will crown the NASCAR Cup Series champion from Phoenix International Raceway. Again, that airtime is 2 p.m. Eastern time. Motor Racing Network going to be there all weekend long. It is going to be a fun weekend out in Phoenix.
1: Yeah, it's a fabulous finish to, to a great season. And keep in mind that your clocks fall back. Well, ours don't. Sunday yeah. night, but at the racetrack, they don't. That, that actually makes that easier. It does make it easier. So your, yes, your, your does. watch doesn't change. Yes. You don't have to worry about your alarm clock because you go there three hours behind. You
0: end S- up coming out of here two hours. Someone's behind. already pointed this out. Next year, the schedule is a little wonky and we're a week later. Uh. So next year, we've got to deal with time zone changes and time changes. So you get two weeks of, yes, of exactly, watching Yeah, Exactly. But this year, no, time zone changes. Those of you in the sport, those of you in Arizona, we don't change the clocks. Crazy stuff. That's for sure. Oh uh, factor that into everything as well. He's Todd Gordon, I'm Steve Post, and we appreciate you joining us this time here on MRN's Crew Call.